Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 364. I'm here with Alexis Schlegel. What is up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Icky Pete, otherwise known as Nick Pacone. What's up? And Australian Mike, coming at us from down under. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Good, man. Lots lots to get into, lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, fucking stoked to get Mike on uh, from down under. Uh, I was able to reach out to him. And, uh, and Mike, you're breathing I, heavy into that into that mic. Or is that Back Pete? up a little bit. <laughs> Nothing that's Pete. Oh, uh, is that you, Pete? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways. Breathing heavy. Go ahead, uh, Alex. Uh, that was fucking cool. Like uh, we got Mike on from the the land down under. I was able to hit him up. I, I've known Mike. Mike, damn, what was it like? Twenty, probably two thousand five. We met over in England when I was maintaining like, Empire. Either, either, either late two thousand five or early two thousand six. Yeah, maybe, then, maybe summer of two thousand six. Yeah. So, like, you were what? You were like student teaching in London or a teacher's aide. I I was teacher aide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then um, you were on. You're in the Air Force. Yeah, I was maintaining and Empire. Yeah, you and you and Matt would sneak me in and put me in the boot of the car. Yo, we might have to save that story for the after hours because that's like okay, pretty incriminating. So, oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, my the, bad. Yeah, Jared, tell people how to access the after hours for the good shit. Yeah, the after hours show is available through our Patreon. All you have to do is give a dollar, a minimum of a dollar a month. And you get access to our After Hours episode, which is an hour long and typically better than this episode. So, yeah, go check that out. So we're basically telling people not to listen to this one now. <laughs> no, this one's good, but that one's just just like extra good. Well, yeah, as, as an example, I actually pay to listen to the other one. And I'm on this one. And he's on this one. I'm on yeah. the other one, too, and I still pay to listen to it, so... Tells you the quality. That's how good it is. Yeah. So, like, but anyways, we'll get into we'll get into that. But uh, our our boy Mike or uh, our boy Matt is no longer here. Uh, but yeah, I was stationed with him, and we would go to like punk and hardcore shows and festivals down in and around London. And and Mike would always come along with like join us because it was just like good times, man. Because and uh, and then you came over for a bit. You were traveling. You you visited quite a few. Yeah, times. I, pay, I painted your house in Baltimore. That's right. Yeah, when I first when uh, I first bought my house, Mike was living with me for a little bit while he was trying to get a like an internship down in DC. So I put him to yeah. work, man. He was helping me like paint the house and shit. Like when I first moved in. So yeah, we went to like a bunch of shows and shit. Baltimore. Well, we Why did we? Pay- What's that? Yeah, and we, and we painted the house black. Yeah, I guess because like everybody was like, I don't know. Well, it was just like the trim work, like the trim work around the brick and everything. Mm. And like Mike was hanging out the window painting it. <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah, so you're down you're down under and technically Unfortunately. in Perth, Australia, correct? Correct. We might have to put a map up for our listeners to kind of break <laughs> break down. Well, I, our I listeners can't see the map, bro. But um, well, yeah, those they, that are those that are tuning in live, but the watchers, they can the watch, see the map. I would, yeah. But it is the most isolated city in the world. It's on on the west west side. So how how yeah. are things going, man? How what the what's going on, dude? Like, because I was like, I mean, reached out things, and I was like, holy shit! I wonder how Mike's doing down there with all this craziness going on? Because it's I mean, accelerated it's quick. It's very chill in my city. Like I just do what I do go to the gym, go out to the store. Like, there's, we're not locked down here. We're perfectly fine. But we have been locked down in the past over like one case. Jeez. So literally, boom, that's it. You guys can't leave your house unless it's for an hour exercise a day um, or you need to go to the grocery store. That's the only time you, you were allowed out and you had to wear the masks. Oh, God. <laughs> 
This is over one one case, which, by the way, turned out to be a false positive. Oh, shocker! <laughs> yeah. So here's my thought: right? <laughs> if they try that shit again, you guys all need to declare that you know, fucking whoever the politician in charge's wife is, the hour of exercise that you get, and form a line outside of his house. <laughs> Holy shit, that like, is so good. Like, just, just all demand that, well, we're going to fuck your wife for our hour of exercise today. I hope you don't mind. So, so oh is God. Australia similar to the States or the United States where you have enforcement varies from state to state or whatever you guys have over there, province to province? Yeah, correct. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. So yours they tends all... to be less tyrannical or is it just that you haven't had the alleged cases yeah we just haven't had the alleged cases gotcha and and we're hosting our version of football the grand final here in two weeks and everyone's getting ready for that because they're thinking it's going to be a super spreader event oh god and how many times are they going to use that that line and it never comes true but here's the deal here's here's where things get like how I can see why people are getting angry because we are allowing football players. Apparently we're letting their wives come across. Actually, you know what? My cousin who lives in Melbourne, which is one of the major lockdown cities right now. Um, he, he just arrived here yesterday. He managed to get a pass because he's playing in some concert. Right. But mm. there's, people that aren't lucky enough to play in concerts or aren't lucky enough to wear a football guernsey and they've got loved ones that are dying like literally and they can't get back to their home state to be by their loved one's side but but if you're a football player or you're a musician hey you're free to come in and and that's the bullshit this is happening around nearly every state there's people that are stuck and cannot get home. And yet the other day in Queensland, they allowed the Indian women's cricket team into the state, but there's residents that are not allowed back to see their loved ones. And some of them haven't been able to come back for over a year now. I just think it's in, I mean, that's just insane. And, and this is where you start seeing the hypocrisy. It's like, well, if it was so bad, right, then why are you letting in this cricket team? Why are you letting in these football teams? It's, it's, we all know what it's about. It's all about money. Money talks. And, and that's, it's all bullshit. But if people can't see the cracks, people can't see the hypocrisy behind it. Well, it's not, it's not hypocrisy, Mike. You see, here's the thing. You're not focusing on the important thing. The virus is allergic to $100 bills. So when you send those to the government, they have them all, and they don't need to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the same thing that those celebrities have. They have $100 bills. Yes. So if you run out in the street coated in $100 bills, you can't catch the couve. Yeah. Dude, you're talking about it before, about the rugby games where they're literally playing for two hours tackling each other. and then... Well, yeah, the, the football game. Yeah, like, what the what's up with that? I, I laughed so hard. Um, it's like... They, and the thing is, right, now we, we've been told, right, that sanitizer, right, it's meant to be good for us, you know, like, but these people are literally in, like, suits, like, literally full suits. Like, well, you know, like the full-bodied suits if you were going into, like, a, um, I don't know, some nuclear disaster. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, and they're wearing gloves. But they're just putting sanitizer on the goalposts. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. Like, we've, we're being told to use sanitizer, but apparently sanitizer is bad now because, you know, I don't know. Well, just- here's, a, here's a check for you. Sanitizer was always bad. It doesn't do shit for viruses, only bacteria. And if you're the one getting nuts and bolts of it, if it did do anything for them, it would actually just force them to mutate quicker. Yeah, that's why you should really only use sanitizer in medical settings, much like everything else they're using out of context. The um, the thing is, when I was in New York, well, actually, no, I was in Dallas at the time last year when sanitizer was like pr- 
literally flying off the shelf and people going on eBay, like selling sanitizer for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. I should have jumped in on that. I could have probably stayed longer. You should have stayed in Dallas indefinitely anyways. What the hell did you go back to Australia for? Yeah, I know. It was a big mistake. I wish I was back in Texas. You, 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 I feel like you'd be better off homeless in Texas than Australia right now. <laughs> Those are facts. They they are facts. I wouldn't argue them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Like the fact that, I mean, um, yeah, remember there was like a lot of breweries, Jared, in the Baltimore area that were like switched over from brewing beer to making hand sanitizer? Because <laughs> it was just such a run on hand sanitizer. I remember there was a couple breweries that were doing that, just switched over the operations because they're like, there's shortages of hand sanitizer. And they all got charged a lot of money for doing that at the end of the year. Right. Since no good deed goes unpunished, they all got fined by that $20,000 because they uh, didn't have the appropriate uh, licenses to do that. Yeah. So that'll teach you to help people. Right. Don't, don't go leave out of your way. Leave yeah, it don't go out of your way. Mm. Yeah, I do kind of remember that happening. Yeah, so what else is going on down there, Mike? Yeah, have you seen anybody like getting thrown into these like um, quarantine prisons? Well, they haven't happened yet. They're getting built. Apparently, oh, they're getting built. Yeah, so I know there's one in Queensland that's going to be getting built. There's one in Victoria that's going to be getting built. And there's one in my state that's going to get built. I think wow. we're paying... 200 million for our quarantine facility. This is what we call a jobs wow. program, everybody. Yeah. Did, you say two, did you say 200 million? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 200 million. Yeah. Jesus. Now, now get this. We Here's the other reason why I think that we're not having, you know, lockdowns and cases, like lots of cases here, is because our health system has been literally decimated for the last four or five years. We need new hospitals. We need the existing hospitals to be fixed. So literally, but here's the thing, and when you say that, like, we can't afford to have these magical COVID cases come up. Um, it's like, even if they, you know, we know the bullshit behind the numbers, but if they were to say, bring out all these numbers of cases, everyone knows how ruined the health system is here. Like, mm. people kind of wouldn't buy it. Um, but yeah, gotcha. we need a new hospital, but we're going to build a quarantine camp instead. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Two hundred million dollars. Don't you yeah. guys have uh, socialized healthcare down there too? Yeah, we have a pretty. I mean, yeah, we do. Like Medicare. Mm. Ew. Yeah. What's the, quality, what was the I, quality of care in the before times compared to now? I would have no idea, but. I, I've been trying to tell people for ages, like friends in America that go on about, oh, we want healthcare like Canada and Europe and Australia. And I'm like, because they think, you know, everyone thinks it's a free ride. It's, it's, it's not. Because if certain things happen to you, Medicare cannot cover everything, which is why you really do need private health. Um, private health insurance cuts costs down a lot more. And there's a reason why you pay for it because it saves you money in the long run. Um, Medicare is just good for when you go to like, you know, go and see your GP just for a checkup, you get some money cut off that. But when it comes to like, you know, having an operation or something on your knee or whatever, it's basically useless. <laughs> Do you guys have like primary care practitioners down there? You know, where you like pay your doctor up front and like there's a monthly fee to get around all the legal bullshit. Direct, mm. direct primary care. That's what we call it here. I was going to say we have primary care physicians here, but no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's direct, direct primary care. Yeah, like direct. No, There's if a I go, I have to. I mean, we have ones that you a bulk build, so you just pay pay later. Actually, you don't actually end up really paying at all. Or you have ones where you got to pay direct. Like my GP, I have to pay direct. But then I get, I give them my Medicare card number and I get maybe $40 off. So a $90 Ooh. visit, I pay, yeah, like $50, $50 instead of $90. <laughs> 
are healthcare workers walking off the job down there? Like, as far as uh, are they forced? Nick, your, hold on, Nick, your okay, mic that's... is like way too hot, dude. It's a hot Who's mic. Hot just, just, just uh, it's like what I can you hear me now. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Got a hot okay, mic. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This new mic is weird. Yeah. Um. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Alex. Oh, the healthcare uh, question, Alex. Yeah, is um, there are there are they forcing healthcare workers um, or is to get yeah, the back? Oh, are oh, there shortages okay. because people are walking out? Because that's a problem over here. Is they're trying to blame like, oh, the hospitals overrun? It's like, well, healthcare workers are work walking off the job or being forced to either get the jab or quit. So that's just exacerbating the issues in the hospitals and even in the before times, ICUs, emergency rooms. They there could be runs like there could be. Because even in the before times, it was inadequate health care healthcare systems because of reliance on government and government regulation and Medicare, Medicaid. So do you see that in Australia as well, that healthcare well, workers are walking off the job? Last week, they came out, the government came out and said, all healthcare workers have to get the jab. But do you want to know which health workers do not have to get the jab? GPs, they're exempt. They don't have to get the jab if they don't want it. What's a GP? Like a doctor, basically. You know, like that you go and see when you go to your um, general practice. I guess like practitioner. General, okay, yeah, general, general practice. practice. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. They don't have to get it, which is insane. <laughs> so people can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's many things that you can list to point out the bullshit of all this. But there, I saw this. There was this girl on my Facebook page the other day. She was celebrating it she was like oh it's about time they mandated the jab for everyone and i just i just rolled my eyes and i kind of wanted to point out that do you see that gps don't need to get this jab so like they're probably the people that are most those those are the people that are coming into most contact with the general public yeah like every every day yeah they've all already had it yeah, that too. That too. Probably even exposed but, um, to it. They're good. Like my mom had to get it, or else she pretty much was going to lose her job. Jesus. And and she needs her work. Like she can't just afford to like be off work and then fight the system and get a lawyer. She just couldn't afford that, so she just had to get it, um, or else she'd be out of a job right now. Mm-hmm. And she's an aged care worker. And apparently, mm-hmm. to answer your question, a lot of aged care workers are what walking off the job now oh, geez. and we already have a shortage of aged care workers that's already happening i saw a video it was a viral tiktok video of a, a basically a, a nurse or an aged care worker in england who is walking off the job because she was basically being forced to take the jab there's already a shortage because people are either walking off the job because there's probably benefits basically in the united states you're getting basically ubi you're getting unemployment benefits. And then she was basically, because it's state-run system in England as well, she was basically saying, like, I'm getting paid, like, 18 bucks an hour. I could get a fucking job at, like, equivalent of a Target or a grocery store making 15 bucks an hour mm. and not having to deal. But she's like, I enjoy my job. Like, I genuinely like to work with older people. But you are killing, like, you are killing off, like, the few people that want to genuinely care and want to take on these jobs and if there really was a pandemic why the fuck these would be the last people you would want to for like fire or, or mm. find ways to get rid of unless you're trying to thin the herd exactly exactly i mean you look at last year all these frontline workers for a whole entire year i'm talking in america or worldwide even and there was no issue then right no issue then they didn't need a vaccine then and everyone was fine yeah it's it's just insanity and it, you see a lot in a lot and not so much in maryland but you see in other states where it it could get really ugly pretty quick i know down in da- down in texas like a lot of healthcare workers specifically i've been hearing stories of uh in the houston area a lot of the hospitals there, um, they were forcing the jab, and a lot of nurses, nurses and healthcare workers are just walking off the job, and they're literally trying to recruit traveling nurses to move back in or to take the job just because um, there's there's shortages. Just in general, just in general, because at the end of the day, too, 
all of these lockdowns and all of these mandates have created more problems. And we were talking about it before, but Mike, you said COVID cases compared to like suicide and depression and other issues in Australia, same thing mm. happening in the United States. Like tell us about that. What's going on down there? Like as far as other like issues. I mean, I haven't seen the numbers. I just go by what I see. Well, actually, Pete, you, you saw some numbers the other day you were saying earlier. I saw a whole bunch of like 400 here to zero, 500 here to zero, <laughs> like pretty insane numbers. Yeah. Like for, and, for, and I believe those numbers, numbers to be real because you got to look at like, okay, so Sydney at the moment, or New South Wales as a state have been locked down now. I think this might be coming up to the eighth week, right? You got people that are starting to struggle to um, feed their families. And these are people that have managed to buy houses for themselves. They're having to sell their houses. But there's some people obviously that, you know, can't deal with the situation. If you're not, if you're struggling to feed your family and you can't go to work, like you're going to start feeling pretty empty inside. And I think that's what's happening to a lot of people. Well, you got to the core of it already there, Mike. You yeah. said they got to sell their houses. You're not allowed to own houses. That's part of the deal. Well, that's well, that's that's You'll part of the whole great reset. Be happy, you know. I know, and and I've told people. I I went on a date with this girl, and I was telling her about the. I can't remember the dude's name. You would know the dude's After name, but the she guy. Blew you though, right? No, unfortunately, we didn't get that. Ah. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you got to flip those things. Yeah, out, what's man. the guy's name, Nick? The, fucking... the guy from the the guy that wrote the book. The, the oh. head of yeah, the, we talk um, about him all the time. Yeah, yeah the he's head of the World name. Economic Forum. Yeah, he's got the yeah. weird surname. Klaus. Um, Klaus, yeah. Yeah, he put oh, out Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Schwab, yes. Yeah. I mean, so he's, he's like a Bond that. villain. He's like a Bond yeah. fucking villain. He's literally a Bond He is a Bond villain. Well, I was telling her about that book, and I was telling her about the World Economic Forum. I was telling her about the whole you own nothing and be happy. happy and yeah. she turns around to me and she goes, Oh my gosh, you're a tinfoil. And I'm like, how am I tinfoil? These ads are literally running on bus stops. They're running in the tube stations in London. Actually, these ads are all throughout London. I mean, you, Alex, you remember the bus, like the bus stops there with those big signs and they've got those signs. You will own nothing and be happy all okay. around London right now. Really? Yeah. Yes. Like that, that actually, literal words. Wow. And they, you they, saw and the yeah. videos of all these like Trudeau and uh Boris over <laughs> there. Yeah, and, and Boris over there in England and the you know they're, oh, they're using the same is. they're using the same like build back better, build back better, build back better. Even fucking brain dead Biden is talking about like you know, build back better. It's the talking points from the World Economic Forum from Klaus Schwab. It's like they're putting all this shit before us. Like, this is just the the great reset is real. Like, this is part of the fucking plan. Like, it's, destroy it's the healthcare real. system, create UBI, fucking destroy. Like, it's yeah. just like well, this well, the biggest UBI transfer already... of wealth. Like, the biggest transfer of wealth in human history. And then realizing, like, yo, all this data, yo, these masks don't fucking work. It's all about compliance. Like, six foot, two foot two inches it doesn't fucking matter like virus is going to virus at this point but we but, are seeing it in australia right now we are the test dummy we are literally the test right. dummy for the great reset yeah and they're, they're trying to find the most docile areas and i we were, we were talking on the phone i was like australia was a prison colony and now it's kind of returning to a prison colony and he said that meme what was it like basically breaking up the country which yeah. were like, like which ones were maximum security? And yeah, which I think ones I'm were kind cell, of like I'm I'm in cell block A. I think. Hey, we've got a question uh, from the from one of our fans, Eric. He's actually been on the show. Good friend. Um, he says he asks, "Is the Australian government paying people subject to lockdowns to stay home?" Mm, yes and no. So there are people that are on benefits, but there are a lot of people that can't get on benefits right now that are not able to work because they're locked down and they keep on getting promises that they're going to be paid. I know in Sydney and people aren't receiving their payments and, and literally whatever payments they will end up receiving, if they do receive them, it is going to nowhere near cover the loss that they're taking. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Which is why people are, which is why people are 
having to sell the houses. Where does Colin Hay stand on all of this? <clears throat> Who's that? Who's that? I mean, he's the the frontman for the great Australian anti-war band. How have I not heard of him? I haven't heard of him. You don't know Colin Hay. The only no. Australian band I know of is Men at Work. And there we go. <laughs> Alan Hay. Mel- Men at Work had a lot of really good anti-war songs back in the day, believe it or not. Yeah. So what up? Oh, he Mike. is? Okay, he is from... Okay, gotcha. Interesting. Mike, are you seeing... Uh, and I've been seeing some videos on Twitter. Uh, are you seeing a lot of the um, effects of the truckies? Like, basically the trucks just... Uh, and all the truck drivers yeah. protesting and, and basically uh, parking their trucks on the highways and refusing to uh, deliver. Have you been noticing Wait, that? Are they mandating vaccinations for the truckies? Yes. Uh, Pretty much. So like mm-hmm. each state has like, a, we just actually put a mandate in, in my state that truck drivers coming into my state are going to have to have the jab. Um, Queensland has done it. And I believe New South Wales, but I think when Queensland announced that truckers from New South Wales weren't going to be able to enter the state unless they had the jab, that's what started this whole blockade off. Um, so here's the the hot stock tip: get get invested in fourteen inch black dildos. Hmm. Because the next what? thing they're going to mandate is a 14-inch black dildo in your ass to get into the place. Starts the vaccine. Next, the dildos. I mean, do what it. I mean, Mike, what are you doing? Are you? Uh, are people scared? Like stocking up on food? I mean, are are you noticing anything at grocery stores? Not in my state. Like I, like haven't, I haven't seen. No, not in my grocery stores. I haven't noticed that. But I have been seeing images from over east. In the and other that's cities. where it's most that's where it's most locked down, like Sydney and that's Melbourne. Where, and, yeah, and that's where it's gonna be most affected because because that's where the truckies are all stopping right now. They're not really operating over there. But they've had to do it in a different way. Like they were gonna just literally block the whole roads, but the police got in on it and they're dishing out fines and getting told to move move on. So now they're literally just doing it sporadically in all just different places. They're not stopping and congregating in one area. So they're just doing it randomly around the state. It, it hasn't gone to plan like they wanted it to, but they're so, still. So here's what the Native Americans do up in New York State. They have a couple of their you know ancestral lands that like we have highways that run through. And so they stack a bunch of tires on each end of their jurisdiction, and then they set them on fire. And you have giant rubber fires. Is this upstate New York? Yes. Wow. And it fucks everything everything up. And so the government usually acquiesces pretty quickly to that. I mean, I I saw a video today. There was a guy filming it. He had a GoPro on his dash and he basically was coming on the an interstate and i don't know where it was he might have said it in the video but um it was easily and i mean because you can only put up about two minutes of a video on twitter Mm -hmm. but it was probably about a minute and a half long of him just going down the exit ramp so maybe about the, the 20 30 second mark but for a minute just at highway speed just going by a bunch of 18 wheelers just sitting there and i'm and it had to be at least a mile or two and then you know i mean he and when the video cut off i mean there's still a line of trucks and you can see him off in the distance was this here in australia yeah i don't know where it was mike but uh it's probably queensland it's probably between the queensland and new south wales border because that's where the real issue is Mm. and but I can't see, I can't see how like, it's a long process to drive a truck. So like, these the companies can't just fire these truckies because no. you can't just get truck drivers just like that and just pull one out of the hat going, well that's okay, we'll get we'll replace you with this guy that's vaccinated. It's just not going to happen. That's why I think this great reset is not going to work because these fucking idiots didn't realize like, there's people that 
basically you cannot replace as easily. And if you do, and if you force them, then there's going to be chaos because of it. Alex, you think that they still want you to eat. They well, don't. They want no. you to die. They don't care about replacing the people because they want you all dead. Yeah, but I mean, they. Re- but what I'm getting at is they haven't thought through that the implications of their actions. That you push people too far, you know. You like Mike said, you can't just fucking hire truck drivers <laughs> at a drop of a hat. This isn't working at fucking McDonald's, you know. Well, you well, can't you, hire a welder, a machinist, a mechanic. Well, I, fucking, you know? I see. I see in America. I saw it the other day. They are literally hiring really like pretty much like 12 year olds to work at McDonald's and paying them like $15 an hour now because they can't, because they can't get any workers. Yeah. I was, I mean, I just went to the grocery store tonight just to pick up a few things. Um, and they, they had a sign 15 dot or, uh, 15, 15 year olds able to apply at the grocery store, $500 signing on bonus, um, hiring all positions. Like there's so many places that, it was basically a test run of UBI and mm-hmm. and you see what's happening and the, and the repercussions of it. And it basically sh- revealing that UBI doesn't fucking work. You pay people to sit the fuck home. They're just going to sit the fuck home and they're not going to, they're not going to. Well, contrib- quote, I mean, contribute. some of these, some of these people that, you know, that are getting paid stay at home. I mean, they're getting better money than they would if they went into their job. So why are you going to work? Yeah. That's you all part of the plan. Are you noticing inflation in Australia? Prices and just no. Things have stayed pretty much the same. Yeah, nothing like. Yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. Shortages or any? No, like, no shortages. Toilet, toilet paper shortages or what else? They're, they're close oh. enough to China, though. Okay, but that's look, true. We, I mean, well, they're owned you know, by China, right? Yeah, my state's basically owned by China. There's, there's like literally if. You know, if you came here, I could point out areas that I'd be like, that building there, that building there, that building there, that building there, that place over there, all owned by China. You know, a lot of our farmlands, all owned by China. Now, like I know, I know Canada owns a bunch of water rights to a bunch of places there for you guys. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't. Yeah, that was because uh, you guys had were having like some you guys were having some fire troubles a couple of years ago. Yes, and uh, part of the reason you're having troubles is because Canada owned like some of the water reservoirs that yours through like a private trust that they have, and then they sell it to Nestle or whatever. But uh, you know, money stuffed. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's a prison colony, man. Like you're you're basically prison labor. Yeah, I mean, and, and to even, I mean, to even leave, like, I got to apply for an exempt. So if I want to come back to America right now, I got to apply for an exemption and give all these reasons why I'm leaving and basically say that I don't plan to return for like three, three or more months. So I can't literally, if I just said, oh, I just want to come for a month, I can't. And then, like I said to you before, I may not be able to enter my state again, so I could be just stuck out in America, which I wouldn't really complain if I was stuck out in America. Um, but yeah, I literally would struggle to be allowed back into my state, which is you'd insane. Have, you'd have and, to be forced to quarantine for... Or yeah, pay $3,000 for a hotel for 14 days. Jesus Christ, you can't even stay in your own home? So I can't even... I, wouldn't, I can't come back to my own home. Wow. I mean, I'm just trying to imagine you moving to South Dakota. South Dakota, <laughs> gee whiz. Middle of no, I think, no, I need to move to like Montana or something up in the mountains and just hide from everyone. It's fine. Yeah, that's fucking I mean, crazy. Well, I don't know where I'd go if I went back to America. It'd have to be Florida or Texas, like, you know. I mean, I can't go to New York anymore. I'm not allowed to go to New York anymore, basically. <laughs> New York is dead for me. Well, because I, I won't be allowed to go anywhere. I mean, yeah. isn't that, I mean, isn't that freaking insane? <laughs> uh, it's crazy. And that probably be, I mean, there's at least finally, I saw some pretty big protest uh, speaking out against the COVID passports. 
in New York City. And uh, but Jared, I sent you that video. <laughs> Maybe we could share that with the listeners. Like fucking Mayor de Blasio, the, oh, the lows that he will stoop to. Mike, you can listen in on this. You, you probably saw it on Twitter. But I mean, in his latest promo to um, push the jab on children, teenagers, and probably set well, he, the tone. Well, he wants he wants to get kids like as young as like ten jabbed, oh, maybe even younger. He's, a he's fuck- off his head. And and it was so funny. And we'll talk about it in the after hours. But I was down at the Ron Paul event. But oh yeah, here it is. But Gerald Salente oh, was speaking. Oh, yeah, what's, the, what's he holding there? This is a- uh, go back, Jared. Yeah, look at this fucking stage shit. Is he offering up comic books oh, for kids? Oh, I'm sorry, I got I got so caught up. Oh my in gosh, this let's, let's listen. So cringe, dude. I, I just didn't realize the press conference had begun. I, this is amazing. It's, it's limited edition. As he looks at it's, it, it's uh, exclusive. <laughs> it's really special. It's amazing, but you can't. Just oh, and you see the Wu Tang shirt in the background. You can only get so a vaccination site, a Somos vaccination site. And this is where we're going to help make kids safe and, like the Avengers, fight back against evil. In this case, evil this is COVID. I think you figured that out. Dude, if I was the Wu Tang, I would sue the fuck out of the artist, whoever put that up there. I'd be like, you use this for this shit? Like, fuck you. You know? Right. But, but what a. Oh probably my- status, bro. I, mean, I don't know, man. I doubt it. Not all of them. I mean, that's just <laughs> how sad is that? And what world fact- am I? What world am I living in? That guy. Is- so is Marvel in on it? Because I mean, that I'm not a comic book. I never was. Yeah, I'm not Nick, a comic Nicky book P, guy. Are you either. in the comic? Are you in the the comic? Look at the fucking movies they make. Of course, they're in on it. Oh, 100. So that's pathetic <laughs> that they're. Oh, God, I mean, like- that's exactly right, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, so you just have to have a look at the hidden messages in their films. So I was down at the uh, the Ron Paul event down in Virginia, uh, the Ron Paul Institute. We'll talk about it more on the after hours. But was that Gerald, this weekend? Yeah. So I got to got to meet Ron. Got to meet the. I, I've, I've met him a couple times, but um, Gerald Salenti was one of the keynote speakers, and he's from New York, Bronx. If, if any, if anybody Wait, is that the gold? Heard, is that the precious metals guy? Uh, yeah, well, he does. He's like that trends research and he's been around. Yeah, forever. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. The, he used to be, he would make a lot more appearances, dude. Everything dude has predicted just based, based on the, he looks at analytics. He reads articles from all across and he just basically is like, this is where things are trending. And they're like, Oh my God, you're Nostradamus. Yeah. You know, everything. And it's like, dude, it's just kind of seeing where things are going and just like, yeah. well, if I were, yeah, it's not, but he's, Oh my God, dude. It was hilarious, Jared. And some of this, and I will talk later on the after hour. Some of his jokes he dropped, but I mean, mm. between speeches and being, I guess he, you know, born born in 1946, New York, Bronx, New York, you know, son of an immigrant family. I guess they came over from Italy, and he's just like fucking New York, like, and he had to t- woe that shit down at the conference because there's a lot of kids, you know, there's a lot of Christian, you know, it's a Ron Paul event, it's a wide range of people. But Otto and Otto's still alive, everybody. In case you're wondering, he's up. He's up seeing the Bill Burr show up in New Jersey. So he took the three day weekend. He's so he's unable to be here tonight. But uh, long story short, we're 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 sitting at the same table. Uh, Dave Casey, one of our great sponsors, uh, he's at the next table, and it was a bunch of other Mises Caucus. It just uh, Kyle Wagner was there. Kyle Wag Kyle Wagner was like another table over. Good times. But long story short, Jared Salenti was giving his speech and he's like, fucking Mayor de Blasio. I'd call him an asshole, but at least an asshole has a function in life. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Like, fuck, this dude is based as shit. And he just, he's, it's like, oh, this is what we need. Like this 76, well, my dad's 76, 74 year old. Italian guy just up there just fucking going off on these fucking assholes. And it was just one after one, one liner. But then almost to the point where he's like choked up, like, I didn't move. My family didn't move to this country to deal with this fucking shit. You know, and it's like, did anyone, God film, damn. Did anyone uh, film that event? Alex? It'll be it'll be released. Uh, Ron Paul Institute, uh, Daniel McAdams said it's going to be eventually available. No, whether or not you have to pay for it. But they had a professional setup in the back film. 
because um, that'd, that'd be great to watch that guy's speak. Oh, dude, it was great. We'll talk more about the after hours. I don't want to blow our after hours load. Um, so, but yeah, we've still got to fill another 20 minutes. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep going on. We'll that. get there, we'll get there <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get but, there. um, let's talk about the COVID, the COVID fucking, uh, well, you were talking, well, real quick, you were talking about Ron Paul. I saw my favorite, uh, favorite meme ever today, and it was, uh, it was just a picture of Ron, and it said the personification of I told you so. Oh, 100%. Yes, Dude, and he's just so positive in his speech. He was, I mean, obviously, it's his event. He's the keynote. But, I mean, he took the time to to take pictures with, you know, hundreds of people, signing autographs, just, just you know, he he's just he's fucking legend, dude. And and the lineup of speakers, and we'll talk about it, but, oh, man, John, John Kennedy Jr. John F. Kennedy Jr. spoke. Dude, Wait, yeah. at a Ron Paul event? Yes, but mainly wow. just because the whole theme, the whole theme of, and I'm rocking the shirt fuck for this those bullshit, watching. Apparently, yeah. What? Like that's the thing, dude. It was called the War on Us, and it was every single speaker was just talking like, "There's a war going on outside. Nobody's safe. You know, we're at fucking war." To quote Mob Deep, like we're at war. Like we have to adjust our mindset. And every quote, Mob like, Deep. Yeah, like I know, Jeff, I like I like that you quoted Mob Deep, and it worked but, so well. It's great. But no, it it was called the War on Us. That was the theme. Like, Can I, I get some RZA quotes while we're at it? No, I don't know, but <laughs> I can't come off the top of my head right now. But yeah, it was just inspirational, and we'll we'll talk about it later. But I mean, it sounds like a really good event. It was, man, and it was just based people. It was. I was so glad to attend. Uh, just networking with so many people, um, speaker after speaker, um, dude. And I was amped up cause they had free coffee. So I was just fucking down in coffee. Yeah. You're buzzing. And, yeah. And they had a great, I mean, great <laughs> launch, really good. I mean, amongst like-minded people. Um, so it, it was good times, man. And huge Mises caucus presence. So yeah. that's Ron Paul revolution at 2.0 is it's, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So, so. we need, we need like some disgruntled politicians here that have been moved out of their party for the, speaking out to start attending some of our rallies and and start talking, you know, getting or or some celebrity. Like I don't know if you're aware, but do you remember? Do you remember Andrew Bogut? Um, yeah, he used to play for. Uh, he played professional basketball. He was yes, he played in the I NBA. He, is he, he was, still in the league? I don't know. He's no, like, he's not anymore. He's retired, but he is very outspoken here. Um, he put up a video like two weeks ago, telling everyone about how they, the government came to him to get him to do ads about getting the jab to bribe people to basically yeah yeah and he's like hole. yeah and he's like i couldn't i can't do it he goes i don't need the money anyway right um, but, but he's like they'll pay they're gonna pay me a lot of money but he's like i didn't care about the money but they 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 said they go this he's is a retired what NBA just... player he's like fuck your money yeah but he he, he, he says said, that now until you get him for tax evasion in the future bro that's true they might yeah i mean he's no he's been standing pr- pretty strong right now but people like him need to attend these rallies and and you know get the crowd like wired up you know nah man that's a way to get assassinated is there i mean we don't have guns here (laughs) well that didn't say you you don't have guns yeah (laughs) but um what's that out your face well you don't have guns but yeah yeah, the but, government. Um, the government. But, definitely we, but we've we've we're gonna have rallies around Australia on the 18th of September. <laughs> Excuse me, on the 18th of September. Um, that's gonna be interesting. What about this um, guy, Mike? Uh, that did I did you see that uh, tweet I sent you earlier uh, before you came on about that? Uh, and I just posted it, Jared, in the. Uh, Am I able to check the it chat, while I'm on here? Um, yeah, I just posted it in the in our chat here. And it's just a quick video of a of a guy who has like already thirty thousand people signing up within, I guess, the past couple of days. I guess he's running for office down there. Um, but do oh, you see a grassroots? Do you have a? Do you see oh, a grassroots? He's fat, this is this is Craig. This is Craig Kelly. So is he? Is he kind of leading the movement down there? And Jared, I don't, you could maybe. I mean, he's he's been, he's been on top of it for like 
for a long time. Now I'm talking like for a few years. Here we have <clears throat> today's Australian full page ad. Oh. 30,000 members in Where am 10 I? days. And we ain't even warmed up. How do I get back? Oh, there we, we are. are headed to be the largest political party in this country. We're going to restore freedoms. We're going to restore democracies. We're going to end these lockdowns. And we're going to prohibit these vaccine passports in our country. Come and join us. Join the fight. Join the United Australia Party. Here we because we were uh, we were yeah. talking about it when we talked on the phone, Mike. You just said like there's so many people against it. <coughs> you finally see people coalescing around this issue, and that I mean, I mean, he used to be a member of the political party that I was a part of. Um, he basically got forced out because they didn't like his views. Um, too radical. And there, and I mean, I left because I just didn't mesh well with anyone in the party anymore. So I, I left. Um, the problem in Australia is, and it's the same everywhere. Like, you know, the two party systems are always going to have, <coughs> excuse me, the majority but we have so many minor parties in Australia. I mean, it's insane. And we've got so many of these um, anti-COVID parties at the moment. There's like about, there's probably like five parties that I can think of off the top of my head that are all pushing the same stuff, right? And each one of these parties has decent followings. They need to just stop wanting to be the king of their own anthill and all of them have to join together to form a majority party. And I honestly think if they did that, then you could knock off one of the major parties here in Australia. <coughs> but the problem is everyone wants to be a king of their anthill, um, which is why you can never join all these parties together. But pretty much all these parties are all on the same wavelength. And I, I just don't know why someone can't just say, hey, I got a great idea. Let's all join forces. Because if they did join forces, the the Liberal Party, which is like the Conservative Party here, and Labour, they would have a fight on their hands, and they would be getting really nervous if these parties, minor parties, all joined together. Do you see that happening? No, not at all. Do you, like, not I have all. some breaking news here. Oh shit. Bitcoin auto dassing is oh, it's auto. watching naked. <laughs> what? Where? Picks or it know. never happened. Send picks auto. <laughs> anyways, carry on. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we're not going to plug Otto's OnlyFans. He's actually has to appear on the podcast for him to promote his OnlyFans. Yeah, that's the rule. <clears throat> There's yeah. no free launch here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But we'll see. I think our, I mean, I think our election is coming up in March, which really isn't that far away when you think about it. And obviously in this time, a lot more shit's going to hit the fan. A lot of people are going to get disgruntled. I don't know. Maybe one of these minor parties is going to show up. Who knows? But I think if they all banded together, they, they would have a shot of getting in power. Without a Mike, doubt. you, Mike, you were saying before we came on, before we went live, you were saying that some politician or congress critter or dictator down there was just saying oh in 14 days or in a couple weeks yeah she's predicting in the next in the next fortnight to get ready for a lot of cases how how can you predict that far ahead how can you predict 14 days ahead what's going to happen has there any has there been any super spreader events to predict there's none because they're in because and this is what's crazy about it. This is coming from the New South Wales Premier. And they are in complete lockdown. Right. So, what? So like, how, how, here's the funny thing, right? They tell people that they, they advise one person from the family to go to the supermarket, right? One person from the family to go to the supermarket and get the groceries. Yet they're pushing all these people to go get the jab, and and people are blind. They have been taught, they've been programmed that lockdowns work, but they don't question when you see 
hundreds of people in line, no social distancing, in line to get the jab. But that's okay. That's okay because nothing's going to spread when you're in line for getting the jab. But uh, you can't go to the, you can't all congregate to the supermarket. They actually said they actually came out. The health minister in New South Wales came out and said, if you see your friend at the supermarket, don't engage in conversation because that could cause the spread. I mean, <laughs> this is insane. And these same people are predicting what's going to happen in 14 days. What? There's going to be a lot more cases. How can there be so many cases if you're all locked down and apparently you're on record track with the vaccination? It's all bullshit. But, well, but, look, but at, look at Israel dominance. right now. Look at Israel right now and then tell me that. They're like by and away, by far and away, the most vaccinated place in the world. And yeah, they're like what seventy percent vaccinated. Yeah, they're on their fourth. Bo- they're pushing a fourth booster or a fourth shot jab, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So I, I mean, it, it's sad to see the way Australia is going because there are so many dummies here, like people that are just buying this Nor- bullshit. Normies. I had a f- I had a, I got into an argument with an old yeah. I, I was telling my dogs like we we went we went on a walk, and the mask mandate had been lifted here, right? But people were still. This was a day after it got lifted, and everyone was out wearing masks still. And I was getting the most evil stares. And I thought, you know what? I said to one of my dogs, I said, William, we're not going to the farm this week because we <laughs> don't need to look at sheep because there is one there. And there's a sheep there. And I said, isn't it, a, isn't it great, William? We don't even have to leave the city to go and see sheep because they're right here in front of us. See, in here, I thought you were going to be far more practical about that and just say, here, William, you see that? That's food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick them. But I just can't believe how dumbed down we are. Like, I got into an argument with an old friend. I, I got rid of her like, because she said, because this was when we had the rallies here a few weeks ago. And she said, if you were at one of those rallies, send the fuck off my Instagram. Oh, and I'm just like, no. and, and then, and then they used the whole thing where you could be in Afghanistan. Like, I mean, what, what great timing that was. Um, yeah, that was a total psyop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she said to me, she goes, look, my husband has lost his job. Um, I can't work at the moment, but then she's going, but the lockdowns work. I'm like, what's her husband have I, a, a, a degree in gender studies? Yeah. No wonder he doesn't have a fucking job. <laughs> no, but I mean, but seriously, like these people are losing their jobs, but they're so dumb and they're being programmed to believe that the lockdowns are going to get rid of the virus. <laughs> is the media, is it like nonstop down there as far as uh, propaganda? When you turn on the anything? propaganda is nonstop. Yeah. My, I, there's I no other my, news. There's no other news going on. There's down no there. other news. Just... No, it's all propaganda. I thought my dad hadn't got the jab yet, and so when I went and saw him for Father's Day yesterday, I didn't want to bring up the topic, but I had to because I just don't want him taking that shit. And I was trying to tell him about, you know, like, well, here's the thing. I told him. I said, Dad, Scott's mom, my friend Scott. It's like his mom is a doctor. She got the she got the jab. She's had heart complications ever since. But dad, get this. She can't talk about it at the hospital. Mm. She none none of the nurses, none of the doctors are allowed to speak of the adverse effects or they will lose their jobs. And on top of that, they've been told that if people come in with vaccine injuries, they are not to report them as vaccine injuries. And this is one of our major wow. hospitals in my yeah. state. And that comes, and that's a word from a doctor. It's not some like he said, she said, bullshit. This is actual facts coming from a doctor working in the health system in my city. And I am imagining this just isn't, it's just not limited to my city. This is limited to probably the hospitals all around the world that they cannot like report this stuff no they can't do this there's some crazy stats out there and it kind of ties into this weekend with a couple speakers that i saw at that event and we'll talk we'll say that for the after hours because if we get, yeah. really get into the juicy deets we'll definitely be like 
banned from the YouTubes or the Facebooks because Mike, you're still uh, serving a Facebook sentence, right? Or you're off that? <laughs> no, I'm, we, I'm off that. We talked no. on the phone. Oh, thank yeah. God. I, um, my... And you got you got uh, banned from Instagram or some shit because you said like, was this over your same like COVID idiot friend? Because yeah, no, I had a go at someone, some guy within the punk hardcore scene out in I think based out in Los Angeles that was pushing the vaccine and yeah, what a cuck. <laughs> no, the worst part yeah. is that doesn't even narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, it sucks because they're, they're and I, I could have, I could have left it. I really could have left <sighs> it, but uh, yeah, I Dude, could really, hold back. It's really tough, man, because it's like, and God I've been damn, disabled like, for over a month now. Over a month now. Damn, dude. I don't think I'm getting my account back. And here's the thing, I think they will. I mean, it's all an algorithm anyway. Like, but yeah. they've probably seen like the content of maybe stories that I post. I never post anything r political on my actual posts on Instagram. Um, but I will matter, on my, bro. yeah, but I will on my stories. Um, and I, and they, they've probably seen like what I've commented and they know what side of the fence I'm on. And they're probably thinking, yeah, we're not giving that guy his account back. They know the color of your soul. Just so we're clear. <laughs> You gotta remember, they follow you when you're not on Facebook too, and it reports back to yes. Facebook. So, like, they know about that vibrator that you bought, and they know which person it's for. Yeah, well, they know what car I don't like, and slam me with ads of it. <laughs> and they know that you gave that person herpes, so you can, mm. they can't get it all. But you know, there's people out there that still don't believe that that their phone is listening in on them. They think that's all the conspiracy. <laughs> Right. No, that's that's insane. Like it's like when I was at the bodega in New bodega in New York bodega. in the Lower East Side. Um, I you don't call them bodegas in Baltimore, do you? I don't know what corner store. I don't know what do corner they call store. it in Baltimore. Yeah, it depends yeah, what, what, part of, what part of class you're in. Yeah, or Baltimore, it's like going to the farm store. Okay, oil farms. But yeah. I literally was like, oh, because I was like, oh, they don't have Uts here. This sucks. I've just got Lay's. These are like the worst chips. Yeah, um, it's funny and, they're the expensive ones. And and literally, literally, like seconds after that, I'm on on my phone and I'm going through my stories, and then boom, there's a laser. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just like this is gross. It's was insane. there at least one of the decent flavors? No, it was just that crappy plain one. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Ooh. Weak. What's that place it. that you have in Baltimore? The Royal, Royal Farm? Yeah. That's like the Sheets and, and Wawa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always saw Royal Farm as like the lower grade version <laughs> of Wawa. So, yeah. so we'll talk Royal Farms in the after hours. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of which, yeah, let's take it on over to the after hours. Um, yeah. Before we head out, though, uh, just going to thank our sponsors here. Uh, we've got Libertarian Country. Uh, they sell really cool T-shirts. They've got our PRL official T-shirt. Actually, I'm wearing one currently. That's not that the PRL say? one, but it's a different one. It says, do not uh, it consent. Says, I do not consent to being governed. Okay, nice. Um, it's available yeah. there. Check it out. And it's available. And if you go and you uh, enter code <laughs> PRL, you will save 10%. Uh, if you have an order over a hundred dollars and you enter PRL fifteen, then you can save fifteen percent. Uh, we've also uh, got a new sponsor on board called yeah. Healy's Pharmacy. Dave Casey. Dave Casey. Um, and that's, I think it's W H E E L E Y S, pharmacy with an F instead of a PH. Roger that. And if you uh, enter PRL ten you will save 10% off their products, his products. Um, and then we're also sponsored by Moral Bob and his podcast, Hidden in Plain Sight. And yeah, once again, if you want to hear our after hours, uh, you're going to want to go over to patreon.com slash punk rock libertarians. And if you contribute 
you know, a minimum of $1 per month, you'll get access to that stuff. You can hear Nick Bacone breathing heavily all throughout that after hours. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys gotta fucking tell me this shit. Dude, is this your OnlyFans, Mike? Is this your you. OnlyFans, Mike? I told you, you multiple Well, no, so places. I, I, I got a new mic, and uh, like when I, so when I have this in, I don't hear, I don't hear, I don't hear me at all right now. Yeah. So like I would just I can, turn it I can hear you loud and clear. Well, I had to turn it up where I could hear myself with my old mic. I don't know why it has anything to do with like the mic's literally down under with like a tin can and a phone. If you got like, the I just, I just saw um, I just saw that I've obviously paid Lady Gaga. Like, who would listen to her anyway? She is wearing a hooded sweatshirt that says "vaccinated." Oh Christ! Amazing. Hey, Mike, I, I uh, just, I just saw it on my on on Telegram. Um. <laughs> If the, um, I mean, I wish I could put this video up. Try and find it out. Mike, do you want to plug? Uh, do you want to plug your Facebook page or throw it in the comment so uh, if people want to follow follow you? Oh, I'm not going on. I'm now. not. I'm not. I'm not posting anything on there at the moment. Um, but if if anybody wanted to follow you, any of the punk. Oh, I don't know. Like, give them out my number and they can just find me on Telegram. Smoke signals, maybe. Smoke signals. I, cool. I think Telegram is my is my new thing right now. Um, oh my goodness! Did, you, did any of you see the protests in in the UK we'll over the weekend? Well, we'll save, save it for the after save hour. it for the after hour. Yeah, we don't want to blow. That was a little hours cocky, there. But uh, all right, okay. all right, you're gonna you're gonna help. <laughs> okay, Alex, you're gonna help me take this one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Until next time, live free or die. <laughs> Stay this is good break. The blood that is shed. Drenching the flags and the tax bombs in red Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So